This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. This program brought to you by SPH Kundalila Experts in Surface Mining Solutions Together, building a better South Africa for a better future. It's Professor Dion Foster on the line with us. Dion, a very warm welcome to you and good morning. I don't know many people that still do those, but remember those little Advent uh, little calendars? You'd pop open one of the doors and waiting for you behind door number one was a chucky. Yes, 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 absolutely. We, we actually still do an Advent calendar. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, I must say it's, it's a wonderful way just to be reminded that, that each of the days of preparing for, for, for the celebration of the birth of Christ brings a gift. Mm. Of course, uh, in this day and age, chocolate is is, uh, is is more of a curse than a gift, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, sits, it sits on the hips, yeah. Uh, uh, Brad, that's where we are. We are back in Advent can again. Can you believe and, it? Um, yeah, I was just thinking about how, how absolutely this year has been so strange. Mm. You know, is it March? Is it December? But that's one of the gifts of, of following the... The Christian calendar of, of working through the lectionary is we we go through this rhythm, and of course for Christians, Advent is the beginning of the new year. We begin normally around about the first of December or so, um, with with the first Sunday in Advent, and that prepares us, you know, mm. leading up to Christmas. And um, it's intended to be a, a time to that, that celebrates the coming of the Lord. That's what the, the Latin word Adventus, from which we get. The English word Advent means it means to to prepare, mm. and um, so Brad, for for Christians all over the world, this is an opportunity to to reflect again on on the newness of life that that God brings in Christ. And mm. and I don't know about you, Brad. Oh my goodness, I need something new. <laughs> <laughs> well you said. Know, yeah, it's been a strange and and and, and very unique uh, year, you know, as, as I think about it. Now, the, the reading, which is actually scheduled for today um, in Advent, comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 2 to 10. And Brad, here's something interesting that you may not know. Yeah. Um, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians, is actually the oldest book in the New Testament. Oh. So it comes even before the Gospels, which were, you know, the Gospels were probably written 60s, 70s, John's Gospel a little later, 90s, A.D., but 1 Thessalonians was written by Paul on his very first missionary journey. So very, very early on um, hmm. is this letter of, of, of Thessalonians, to the Thessalonians. And in it, we catch a glimpse of, of the very newness of Christianity. I mean, this is one of the very, very first Christ-following communities that was formed. And, you know, when you read 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 1 from verses 2 to 10, you get perhaps one of the greatest compliments that any church has has ever received. And the compliment is that the Thessalonian people were known for their faith. People have begun to talk about this community throughout the whole region. And I think that's a very, very important thing for us to remember as we prepare for, for Christmas, for celebrating the birth of Christ. For many of us, we think, when I get saved, when Christ is born in my life, yeah. uh, when I come to faith, that's the end. And of course, what the Thessalonians teach us is no. That's not the end. That's just the beginning. Yes. You know, when something is new, uh, we receive it, and we don't then just put it aside. I mean, that would be a terrible waste of a gift if on Christmas Day, you know, you receive that thing. By the way, my wife's gift arrived this week. <laughs> so 
it's hidden in the boot of my car. I hope she's not listening to, so to us today. But, but wouldn't it be sad if when I gave her the gift, she just said, oh, that's wonderful, thank you, and then put it aside and mm. never looked at it again? Can you imagine? And, and of course, that's what the Thessalonians teach us. We mustn't be that way. When they came to faith in Christ, they lived their lives in such a way. They were such an example of love, of mercy, mm. of kindness, of justice, of Christ-likeness, that the people around them began to take notice simply by their living. People began to say, this is the coming of the reign of God. Something mm. new has been born in our midst. So Brad, I, I've been deeply, deeply challenged by this, um, thinking to myself, as I go around you know, my daily work, as I engage with my family, can they experience that something new has happened in me? Mm. As I work with my colleagues, do they sense that, that something new is at work in me? As I deal with a shop assistant or a a tackle attendant as, as I drive my Vespa and get upset with a taxi <laughs> and people spin something new just by the way in which I live. Yeah. That's my challenge to myself today. And this first week, I really want to concentrate and say, Lord, let your newness mm. be born in me again and let others see that, that that newness brings life. You know, Dan, in the face of what we've all been going through this year, and it affects everybody very differently, whether it's your health or your finances or your business or your mood, um, there is something that the world is looking for. I know we've often had conversations around hope, and, and those are important conversations, but this idea of our behavior, our attitude, and how other people perceive us in the face of all of this, um, because you find... Um, it's very easy to complain. And if you want to complain, well, there's plenty to complain about and you'll very easily find something to complain about. And misery loves company, so you'll be able to really get a good conversation going with anybody who's willing to listen. <laughs> They'll pitch in at any moment. But to be that different person does require intentionality because I'm sure we're all struggling in some way, shape or form because of what's going on around us. So to bring something into a space where you leave the, the atmosphere changed and better it's going to take some intentionality. So this isn't just going to happen by osmosis and say, well, I'm a believer. Well, it's Christmas, and I've heard what Professor Diosta said, so now I'm just going to go out there and continue doing the same thing, and change will happen by osmosis. This is a real time of us being intentional. Brad, you're absolutely right. And, of course, you know the, the thing that, that we learn, particularly from this community in Thessalonica, is that one of the very first things that they had to do was to say, okay, Lord, well, we seem to have lost Dion right at the pinnacle of what he was going to end with. Oh, well, so uh, at least we've got a good conversation in with him. I've no idea where he's gone. Must be a cell issue, but there's still a good chunk for you to catch up on, and I'm sure you've enjoyed that and can enjoy it again. Share it and share it and share it, and you'll find that as a podcast. We'll post it up for you uh, a little bit later on this morning. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m., Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za